But the main point is make sure that you're doing different things because I think that that is what's going to keep you energized and not feeling like, oh, it's just one more day, just one more day. This week, I'm supposed to be on vacation, but COVID-19 has ravaged my plans just like so many others. So what do I do? How do I take a mental and physical break that, you know, I look forward to every year? Dr. Karen Sherman has advice. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchedmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the original, Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. Hello. Uh, Karen, uh, for those tuning in for the first time, is a practicing psychologist in relationships and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life, and she is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. Today, I thought we could take a little detour. because we can't really take a physical detour. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about substituting our, our regular summer vacations. Um, mm. because depending on where you live and, and you know, by the time this podcast comes out, the state of the nation in terms of the, where the outbreak is sitting, um, a lot of trips are getting canceled. It has changed summer plans for many, many couples throughout the country. Um, uh, including myself, we, uh, in a couple weeks, I was supposed to be in South Carolina doing a big family vacation, and that is just out the window. So it's kind of a bummer, mm-hmm. a real bummer. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really look forward to it. So um, I'm, I'm, you know, this is very self-serving for me because I want you to help me get through <laughs> this, um, the emotional letdown of not getting the escape that I have become accustomed to. How how can I work through this? Well, I I think that. It's a real thing that people are going to be let down and, you know, we become accustomed to it. We look forward to it. It's the break we've been fantasizing about and the relief that we've been, you know, anticipating. And if you're not going to be able to go and have that, it really is a letdown. Um, And so, again, a lot of times, you know, we've said this through the years, Steve, Nobody can ever control an outside situation. The only thing that anybody has control over is their reaction. Um, So this is what our present reality is. And what we can first do is just accept that this is what 
the reality is, um, and that it's not safe for us to be traveling now. As a matter of fact, I read something this morning that Europe is probably not going to be allowing American visitors to come because our numbers are so high. Um, so I think that part of the problem uh, or the resolution of the disappointment is accepting because if you don't accept it, then that's you know, really going to come back at you. So when you first accept it, then you can move on from there and say, okay, so what do we do about it now? I wanted to add a little anecdote. Mm -hmm. I was work. this is not about vacationing, but I was working um, with a client this morning who has a new baby who is um, only two months old. And she was really mourning the fact, she said guilt, but then we realized it wasn't guilt, it's mourning, mm -hmm. that the baby is not having the experiences he would normally have as a newborn, where everybody's visiting and holding him and ooing and eyeing over him. Mm -hmm. um, but the realization is the baby's not going to remember that. You know, it's she that's missing that experience right. and that he really can't go out into the world even if there was no pandemic because when a baby is that young until they've had their shots they're not supposed to go out right. but you see it was the expectation of what it would be like having a new baby and introducing the child to the world and everybody coming over and that's what is so upsetting so it's our expectations that really um sort of set up how we're going to react to things. So yes, there is definitely going to be an emotional letdown. Mm -hmm. That uh, aside uh, struck a chord with me because I have a niece who was just born uh, less than a month ago and mm -hmm. I haven't been able to see her in person. And mm -hmm. I just remember uh, the emotional connection I had to my nephew, uh, who was born just, uh, a couple years ago, they, as, as a matter of fact, they were born one day apart from each other hmm. on the calendar. And well, that's going to stink for them going forward. Cause yeah. probably their parents are going to want to do a joint birthday yes, party. Yes, but exactly. anyway, yes. <laughs> uh, but, but I remember, and I just, and I was thinking to your point, it's it, it's my loss because it's the it's the mm -hmm. connection that I am going to miss out on in those early days. Mm -hmm. Not the mm -hmm. baby, like you know, my nephew doesn't remember. He's I think he just turned four, and so yeah. um, you know he doesn't remember, but I do, and I don't, mm -hmm. and, and I'm not going to have that. So I totally get that. Um, yeah. One of the other things that I wanted to bring up about the whole vacation thing, really quick too, is the I just want to. We haven't talked about it, but I want to make the distinction about vacation specifically versus like the holidays when we get time off because mm -hmm. people will see the holidays as a joyous time, but also a stressful time because of the, 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 the to-do list that goes along with the holidays. Whereas mm -hmm. vacation yes, is really point. that time to release all the responsibilities that you have hanging over you and to maybe go someplace where you might even be pampered or, you know, you go someplace where the phone doesn't get reception or so it, it, it is a different thing where you really do get to unwind and reset and put things away. And as I brought up my, my South Carolina vacation that I'm not, <laughs> not taking this year, uh, yeah, I'm still working through it here. Um, one of the things that I love most is I literally like take my phone, put it in a drawer 
and then go to the beach. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not in contact with anybody for hours on yeah. end. And it's amazing. And yes, so anywho, um, I just wanted to make that distinction about why vacations specifically is what, what I wanted to hit on today. Okay. Um, okay. So with that being said, um, and, and my working through my morning process here, how important is it to take time for yourself um, when it is time that you're focused just on your family and or just on fun and, you know, being in that moment? Well, it's absolutely important. But, you know, interestingly, this pandemic has really allowed people to do some of that when they ordinarily wouldn't have. Um, I have heard lots and lots of people say that this has given them an opportunity to slow their lives down, to not be running around so much, and to spend time with their family that they wouldn't ordinarily get. Mm -hmm. You know, um, my daughter says that she is really... um, very, she's going to miss this time. You know, it, there, there are certainly certain limitations and certain struggles as far as, you know, the kids schooling and um, getting the kids, you know, having activities for them and all. But generally, their weekends would be running from one activity to another, watching different games, you know, just running around like really crazy people. Mm -hmm. And this put a stop to all of it. So now they are taking hikes together, they're bike riding together, they're playing games together, they're watching TV together. And so the idea of focusing on your family and having fun in a way has been the silver lining to this pandemic. Now, of course, the other part of it is that you're not getting to go beyond your basic four walls or basic environment, which is obviously the benefit of going on vacation. Um, So I don't want to say that this is absolutely a replacement for a vacation, but I also did want to point out that to your question about focusing on your family, this really has offered us some benefits. (laughs) It's so true because when you think about what people are yearning for now, it's like, I just want to go to Target and have a lot of people and just shop and <laughs> everything mm-hmm. to be normal. It's not um, – and and I, I brought up my, my nephew and niece. Uh, so my brother is a high school teacher and he would typically be up and out of the house – um, bright and early in the morning so he could be mm-hmm. there for class in the morning. And now he gets to spend his mornings with his toddler and his newborn daughter, um, mm-hmm. which he never would have had that opportunity. And, right. you know, I get to see pictures of them on the patio eating breakfast and things in the morning. And it's just like, and, and he will admit it himself. Like it's been such an incredible experience to have this time. Um, mm-hmm. you know, wish it wasn't under the circumstances that it is, but like, sure. again, you take what you can get. Right. And so that is a very good point that spending family time, uh, is the silver lining of what we're going through right now. Yes. Um, yes. I, so, you know, I, as I mentioned at the top, um, I, you know, it's not just the South Carolina trip. I've, I've had to cancel multiple trips this year. It's, it's funny just this week, I'm supposed to be someplace else (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, as we record this. Um, some of it's business, some of it's pleasure. 
And so if, if we can't go on these trips, Jess and I, my, uh, mm-hmm. my wife, what, what can we do instead? Well, you know, I think, first of all, I do think that it's important that you make some time for yourself. Um, it's, you, you need to have time together and to um, take the advantage of having more time with each other. But I also think it's time, you know, in part going back to the focus for question number two, I think it's also important important that you have time for yourself or some downtime. Now, that may sound kind of crazy because like, what do you mean downtime? That's all we have is downtime, (laughs) but you don't really because you're still working. uh, You're still attending to chores. If you have children, there are a lot of things that you're doing that you wouldn't ordinarily do, mostly, you know, teaching and things like that. Um, So one of the things that you know, you can be doing instead is using some of this time to um, either independently or as a couple get to projects that you always say, well, you know, I'll get to that when I have time. Well, you have time now, so do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, um, do things that you ordinarily wouldn't indulge in where, you know, maybe are doing, I mean, I think everybody's doing some binge watching and catching up on shows that they missed, mm-hmm. but you can also be playing games. Um, you know, you can, uh, pretty much everywhere through the United States. Now the weather is good. Get out into nature. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, I'm, I'm going to brag a little bit here. <laughs> Everybody's been complimenting me and saying, where did you go on vacation? Cause you're so tan. I haven't gone anywhere. I'm just walking around the neighborhood, but I have a very nice tan, which is <laughs> terrific. So, um, you know, use this time to get out and, and about in nature. Uh, so those are the kinds of things that, you can be doing rather than getting to the airport, sitting in the airport for a couple of hours, getting on a plane, you know, Mm -hmm. traveling takes a lot of time and energy. Um, Use that time to now um, turn it into the things you want to do individually or as a couple. Mm -hmm. um, I love the tackling of the to-do list. Um, I think that's mm-hmm. super important. And I also think um, it's it's tackling those things that you do for fun, not out of necessity. So it's like, you know, right. it's, you, you got to li- fix a leaking faucet. I mean, you just got to do it. But you don't necessarily have to paint the walls. That's just kind of something for you and yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And my sister-in-law on my from my other brother, I have two brothers, um, she, I think, has painted probably every, (laughs) every wall in their house. And she's just painting them like all these different colors. And it's so cool to see. And, um, I talk to my, my brother uh, all all the time and he's just like coming home because he's, uh, works for the fire department. And he, so he's still out and about in the world doing his job. And he's like, you know, so I come home and it's like, I come home to a vacation because the house is a different color, like every day and it's a different room. And it's, and, uh, and she's, and she's also taken up, uh, plants and she, you know, he's like, you know, it's like walking into a tropical paradise now. It's, it's amazing. And so mm-hmm. it's just funny how, um, different people cope 
and how they spend their time and using that time. Mm -hmm. And they have two daughters. Um, and so it's getting the rest of the family in on it too. And so they're painting the walls and they're planting succulents and different things. And it's, it's really cool to see like how they're, how they're doing it. So, um, I I think you're right on with that. Um, so what are, what are some important tips for making the, the stay at home experience or the, the local escape, a, a, a situation where it's re-energizing or or memorable in the future, where you can look back on it fondly, as opposed to like, oh, we survived it. Yeah, I think you know, as I, I, I think everybody who listens to our podcasts know. Um, you send me the questions beforehand, so mm-hmm. as I was thinking about this, what occurred to me is probably one of the best things you can do is to try to mix it up to be novel in what you do. We know that um, when things become too humdrum, that that really uh, has a very negative impact on a relationship. So do things differently. Um, One, I like cooking. um, And what I needed to do for myself is I keep trying different recipes um, just to keep me interested because I'm doing a lot more cooking than I normally would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I said this on one other podcast, but I like it so much I'll say it again. <laughs> um, we make – Richie and I make Saturday night our date night. Uh-huh. So we watch TV in a different room. Because that way it feels like we're going someplace different. And we go into the room together, like we're going to a movie theater, mm-hmm. and we talk about our date that's coming up. So we, you know, we like build it up to like being a date. Yeah. Um, we have, we take out games that we haven't played in a long time so that we're doing again something different. Mm-hmm. Um, We make sure that we interact with different friends on Zoom calls. So, again, you know, we're interacting with other people um, and we're not doing just Zoom calls because that can start to become very exhausting. Um, And then, you know, sometimes we just take a drive and just get out of the neighborhood. So we're looking at something different or we're hiking. But the main point is... Make sure that you're doing different things because I think that that is what's going to keep you energized and not feeling like, oh, it's just one more day, just one more day. Right. I love um, a couple things. I love the ritual of what you and Richie do about your, your date night. Um, Mm -hmm. Because when you think about it, what, I mean, going to the movies, for example, it's all about a state of mind. You're really just sitting down and watching a movie when you think about it. it right. It just happens to be in right. a different location, but it's the state of mind. And you guys are right. recreating that ritual to make it special and put yourself in that state of mind, which is so awesome. Um, the driving around thing. Uh, so I have to tell you, so just this past weekend, Jess and I did exactly that. It was like, you know what? Let's just get out of the house. Let's go someplace we've mm-hmm. never been. And so there's a lake by where we live 10 minutes from us. We have uh-huh. neither of us have never been to this lake before. Wow, and it's it's crazy. It's so crazy. And uh, we drove. It was closed. <laughs> 
it was closed, <laughs> but, yeah. um, yeah. but we went and we saw it and we're like, Oh, so here's where it is. We should totally do this when things open up again. And then we mm-hmm. went to, um, I, I know, you know this. So Jess and I moved a little over a year ago to, yeah. um, a, a you know, it wasn't very far from where we previously lived, but it's in a new city and it's got a cute old downtown that's like a mm-hmm. very folksy, like it's got an old main street with the little shop, antique shops and the whole bit. Yeah. Never been down there before. And so then when the oh lake. Oh my. Right. So when the lake was closed, we drove down to the old downtown. I was like, let's check that out for the first time since we've been here <laughs> like 18 months wow. or something. And so. Were any of the stores open yet? Um, they were, but we didn't go into them. We did, we did yeah. do some takeout at one of the restaurants there though. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we're like, Oh, let's try this place. But it was right. It was, it was just like m- making the best of the situation, trying to find that. And to your point about novelty, I mean, that's exactly what we did. We, a lake yeah. we hadn't been to and a downtown we hadn't been to like two fresh new locations, a fresh restaurant that we tried. It was all novel. Like every single piece Good. of it was, yeah, it was great. So good. I, I highly recommend checking out your local area <laughs> if you're as bad as Jess and I are about checking out your local area. It's kind of cool. Um, okay, so many family trips are also done in coordination with other families. I know a lot of people do this, and it's uh, it's great. It's fun. It becomes your 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 summer ritual. I used to do this one as a kid actually, and it was it was loved it loved it. Um, so. How do you deal with that when, when, you know, getting together with other families can seem like risky business these days as well? Well, I don't want to disappoint you, so I'll give you an answer that you love. Okay. It depends. Love it. Yep, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As a matter of fact, I just read an article this morning about creating uh, quarantine bubbles. Oh, uh-huh. And basically... What they were saying is that if there are some people that you feel really, really safe with, mm-hmm. um, meaning that you feel or you discuss, not you feel, you discuss with them that they have been keeping the proper etiquette mm-hmm. as you have mm-hmm. and that you will continue to do so. And if anybody breaks the etiquette, um, you will inform each other, and then you will quarantine for 14 days, um, that you can get together. They, they can become part of your bubble. Mm. Um, obviously, all of that depends on your comfort level. Right. But I do know uh, from stories I've heard, families who are getting together – because of precisely that. They are, you know, youngish families. The kids uh, get together and they may go boating mm-hmm. because boating is allowed. I would presume that you could probably go camping because that's in the outdoors, which is much safer than indoors. Um, and so, you know, I can say it's totally off the table. A lot of it is going to depend on your comfort level, and if you feel there is another family that truly um, maintains the proper um, behavior, and that you are, mm-hmm. and that you're in agreement on it. Yeah. So maybe yes, and maybe no. <laughs> I I love the concept of creating social bubbles. Um, 
And I think to your point about it, depending, it's like how vulnerable are you as an individual or your yes. family members to it? Um, and yes, that and, was the other point of the article. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things, for example, I've been reading is that your blood type seems to have an impact on how it, uh, COVID-19 affects you personally. Um, yes, so I read o, that also. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> O blood, uh, O blood type, it seems to have a more positive response to COVID nineteen than than A and B does. So, um, for what it's wait, worth, wait, 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 clarify that, Steve. Positive meaning it meaning, wards it off. Meaning it, you don't have the severe reaction to right. it. Right. Yes. Right. Um, th- not that you don't have it, not that you're not contagious, not that um, it might have lasting impacts down the future. We don't know. And that's part of what makes this so dangerous and scary. Um, but mm-hmm. that people with the O blood type aren't the ones that are in droves appearing in the ICUs. Correct. Um so I, you know, taking all that stuff into account, um, I getting back to the the quarantine bubbles, um, I or the COVID bubbles or whatever, how you described it. I like that concept. And then the other thing is, like, I mean, you really got to trust these people, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I have, yes. you know, it's I mean, it's it's an it's an interesting concept and idea, and it's also about, um, I have friends that I would live and die for. Um, I, all those, some of those same friends, I don't know that I would trust them to follow all protocol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's not, I don't think they're bad people. Um, I, I love them to death. Uh, but their, uh, their risk assessment <laughs> mm-hmm. or, or their, um, I don't know. There's just something, I, I think it, all those things can be true at the same time where, uh, it doesn't make them bad people, but I've seen people where they, they carve out exceptions for rules when it becomes mm-hmm. convenient to carve out those exceptions. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is either like, you're either doing all of it or you're doing none of it because if there's a leak in the boat, it's going to sink period. Yeah. Um, yeah. and you know, not that you're necessarily doomed to the bottom of the ocean, but you are, now you have become susceptible and then it's my responsibility to decide if I want to put myself at that increased risk, even if it's super Mm -hmm. low. So that's, Mm -hmm. um, I I just think that the whole idea of it, while I love it, it kind of gives me the, (laughs) I I, I don't know. It's, I I, I desperately want to have like, cause I have friends that we do dinner parties with all the time. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I say dinner parties, it's like, you know, me and uh, me and Jess and another couple g- having dinner together and have another friend that we right. had to cancel dinner. And, you know, just like these little tiny get togethers that I really love. And we just get to have long, beautiful conversations and eat good food and just hang out and laugh. And it sucks not being able to do those things. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, um, to your point though, about, uh, be- doing what we can do and reconnecting, uh, I have, um, two college roommates who I've talked to, um, for the first time since I think my wedding, uh, Hmm. and not because anything happened. It's just like life went on and we, we got busy with our lives and, and it's just, you know, it's like, Hey, let's, we have time. Let's reconnect. And the, the cool thing about those kind of relationships is, and I'm, I know everybody's experienced this. I'm not unique in this. It's like no time had passed at all. It was just, you know, it was, it was, it was really great. So, um, 
Before we go, Karen, anything else you wanted to add to this? No, not really. Not really. I just, you know, all I can say is that, well, I I guess I, I can add something. That the way we look at something will determine how we feel. Hmm. Um, And so if we accept that this is a temporary situation and we work with it, um, I think that it will end sooner and we will fare better. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and that's a choice we can, we can make. Yeah. I love, I love ending on that. How you respond to this whole situation is a choice. That's great. Um, that will do it for us this week. So thank you so much for your time, Karen. It is always, always, always a pleasure. Thank you, Steve. Uh, you're welcome. And before we go, I want to remind you that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can find this information on her website, drkarensherman.com. We also have this information on our website, hitchedmag.com, along with uh, our entire podcast archive, uh, 500-plus episodes now, um, thousands of articles available for free to check out, and a newsletter for free that goes out weekly with all the latest information that we have. So you can sign up for that in about 30 seconds. And I uh, hope you do that. And until next time, that's going to do it. Take care, everybody. Bye.